The Convention Collective at San Diego Comic-Con 2022. In the press room, return of Attack of the Show. Hi, I'm here with the excellent, amazing cast of the return of Attack of the Show. And so we are only on audio, so I would love it if you could tell us who you are and maybe your specialty. I'm starting. I'm going to start. Go for it. I'm Fiona Nova. My specialty is about gay women. Now, let me tell you. (laughs) Let me talk about it. Now, my specialty is doing, I I love improv. I love sketch comedy. um, And that's kind of where... Where I thrive when it comes to Attack of the Show, um, and I think, and I think having the best co-host to jump off of is yeah. like super helpful. So, yeah, that's kind of like what I do, and I'm also gay. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, dude? You didn't know? When we just found out. Shit. Shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hope you can talk to me later. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, I'm Will Neff, and I'm the mascot. <laughs> That's fair. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Billy Nosh. Billy Nosh. Let's go. I kind of prefer myself to be the sidekick, so I kind of feel like we're sort of on the same yeah. way. Yeah, right? there you go. Now, his specialty is destroying the set in the best way possible. Yeah. His specialty is winning, destroying mm-hmm. the set, and also being the mascot. I, 100%. I, I, I love that I have the reputation that I always you win. Always win. You always win. Will Neff will always win, and he'll be really good at it, and it doesn't matter. Hold on, but this is the credit of Will Neff, the discredit to all of us. None of us prepare. Yeah. Will does. Will do- has Will has been preparing since he was born. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's for true. odd yeah. odd games. This is, this is exactly what he lives for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my name's Gerard. Uh, I am. I guess I'm not. I'm not like a special guest of Attack of the Show. But you're really. always. You're always there. Yeah, I'm always around. Casting. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, my, my role is, uh, I consider myself an elevator, so like I try to bring up the people around me that to look better, because that's, that's the true essence of like a, a improv comedian, so uh, you know, like if someone wants to do a weird bit, like I'm the first one to, to jump in cold feet, and just whatever the hell happens is whatever the hell happens. He wrangles us very well. <laughs> we need him. Yeah. Well, he's actually a professional at his job. Yeah. Yeah. So he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He knows so <laughs> much more than we do. Taking yeah. it till I make it. It's all it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm Gina Darling, and my specialty is pushing the envelope as far as I can as to what I can say on television. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned improv. Uh, how much is of what we see on the screen pure improv and how much are you kind of planning in advance okay this is where I'm going to jump in and try to I'll be honest uh, enough that the producers are sweating a lot I'll be honest I will have to say a hard 90% of it is improv and the reason just like what Will said the reason why producers are like hey you really can't say this is because (laughs) it's mostly improv or like they're scared that we're going to kind of go off the rails and it'll end up somewhere else just like Gina says she loves to push the envelope so it's like hey Gina we know that we <laughs> love you as a person but it is but you really can't say this yeah. that being come yeah oh you yep. can't do, say yep. that do you, do you then say it or yeah are you afraid of them do they have you on the on not the that list? I'm afraid of them they're afraid of her. They are afraid of me. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I gotta throw them a bone and be like, okay, fine, I'll be nice for the day. And then that just next time, that means it's gonna be double 
like terribly. But Gina, terribly Gina also realizes that we do need money, and sponsors yeah. sometimes don't like when we say that. Yeah. So, so she really throws one for the team. There, <laughs> yeah. I'm you. So, like, not to get into this like one particular word, but like, what is it about that that is so nuclear? Well, it's like a, you know, like some brands are more family friendly, and we want to be able to take care of that and make sure you know everything goes smoothly for them mm-hmm. and I mean we're all yeah we are degenerates but we can tone it down you know exactly. we, get our, we get our jobs done and we do well. we do want to make it we do want to make our content accessible to yeah. everyone we don't want people being like close your ears you can't yeah. say this you know we want to make <laughs> it for so the children yeah we want everyone to enjoy our show so we really do we really it's not like we are not allowed to say it it's more like hey just make sure you know you're talking to these all kinds of people. Yeah. So, so like, your audience we, is very wide. As it's opposed wide. To like hardcore yeah. Oh, yeah. nerd who thinks that kind of cursing is oh, funny. Oh yeah. Gotcha. Oh yeah. So we have to. You know, we want to be. We want to be funny to everyone. I think that's our main thing. Yeah. So Attack of the Show is one of those iconic shows that you know I remember from my early years, and it kind mm-hmm. of went away, and now it's back. So can you talk about I don't know the legacy and taking on the new show and that sort of thing? Mm, well, well, probably talk about. That. Yeah, I mean, I always say I. I it's so surreal to have gone from my friend Dan's like uh, living room watching G4 all the time together uh, and now being on it. Uh, the first time I met Kevin Pereira, I definitely had kind of like a shock. Um, and I think, you know, there is, it's always in the back of your mind, right? Because there is kind of this desire to do good by that kid who, you know, would have died to take your place, right? 12 year old Will would have beat the shit out of me to get on stage. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think that always adds kind of a little extra pressure, but I like that in a lot of ways. I think that that helps me perform and, and I think that helps me, you know, push through times where I'm really tired or when I, you know, maybe I'm not feeling my funniest. Um, and I, I think we have gotten better every week at making innovative content that is funny but also trying to honor the spirit of the, the you know, legacy G4 uh, and it's always going to be a balancing act, but I think we're getting better at it all the time. Mm-hmm. I think some of the highest compliments that we can get are from old fans saying, this feels like old G4 again, or it feels like old G4 again, but even better. And whenever I hear that, it just makes my heart swell. Yeah. I think, like, as someone who really did, I didn't digest that type of content. I was a little too young. So I couldn't really, I didn't really understand the impact of it, but meeting Kevin, watching some of the old attack, being on attack really helped me be like this is like the content i i wish i was able to enjoy it at that time because i really would have liked it so i kind of go back to it being like at least we're making content that people are going to enjoy and we're having a fresh take on it especially since i'm someone who didn't really i don't really have that past experience of knowing the old attack so i'm able to give a pretty fresh take on it which i like one of the m- most fascinating things about being on attack is truly Kevin Pereira. He, he he brings this level of professionalism and, and earnestness and and playful attitude that you know he's been in the business way longer than any of us. You know he's seen the highs and the lows. He'll always joke and self-deprecate that like oh I'm I'm at, I'm way out of my prime and you guys are the future. But even though he didn't know any of us and started working with us, he treated us like we were his immediate equal which just opened up our our brains and our hearts just to go, oh man, like, if a pro like him can show us the ropes, then we have to keep up with him and, and, and prove to him and to everyone that we're just as good, uh, if, if not better. And he's just been so good about really making us feel like we're, 
we're doing a good job. I mean, there's at least there's one thing I can say is that Kevin 100% sp- believes in us and has and is giving us his basically his baby because he's like, you guys can do it even better than I can. So Kevin really puts a lot of trust in us, and I think that's saying something. How did you all come to be found on the show? Like, oof. I mean, I guess I mean each one of us have has kind of done their own type of content. Will is like an amazing Twitch streamer, an amazing comedian. Sheena, Twitch streamer, amazing. What's wrong? I actually joked on spit. Sorry. Okay, got it. Cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded like you told me this. It's like you're an amazing. I like, no, 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 so sorry, Will. He's an amazing streamer. Don't reveal my past. You know? Yeah, I think we, I think we all came from like a content creation background. Uh, all have our own voices, um, and G Four recognized that and kind of seeked us out. I know I was working at Rooster Teeth before, so I was kind of ma- already making very edgy comedy YouTube content. Um, so I, I was reached out because I think I, I, I was a good, very young voice to be put on Attack of the Show. So yeah, re- being able to do this was like an amazing opportunity, and I was super excited to be like, oh, we were, we were launching an old network? That's sick. I'm in, right? Mm-hmm. I think like when it comes to how we all kind of got together, um, the 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 agents and the the management at G four working with our all representation, um, they all I think they all liked they were fans of our work kind of scattered throughout the network. Mm-hmm. So and y'all didn't know each other before. No, like, no, no not at all. Like joint shows. No, or I, I only I knew Austin Creed because we were friends before this, but I didn't know anyone here. Um, so. I think, you know, especially in the early days of the Beach House phase, a lot of that phase was, when we were brought in the Beach House, we were like, what the hell are we doing? We're streaming from this weird office that's themed yeah. like a Beach House. We didn't really know. But in actuality, we were, we were like on a rocket ship to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. We were getting lunch and dinner afterwards. We were taking improv classes together. We were seeing movies together, watching shows together. It just like accelerated this relationship. And I think, uh, you know, we I appreciate the Beach House phase so much just because... It really brought us together so that when the cameras finally rolled, you would have thought we'd known each other for years. And really, we've only known each other for literally one single year. And you can't tell on camera. I was like, you have great chemistry. And it, yeah. I was going to ask what the secret sauce is behind that because it's more than just even acting. But it sounds like this beach house is what kind of... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was there an event where you were like, we got this, now we're a crew? Like something that happened and you're like... So you know. G4 did a oh, great the G4G? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow, the G4G. That's, yeah. I was I was the camera guy. On that. Gotta get, just gotta get, gotta get that evil out. Yeah, gotta get, that <laughs> out. get it all out. No, I think yeah. I mean, like I weirdly enough, this was casted perfectly. Um, I mean, we all got along. It was the beach house that definitely helped. I know, like when it came to like me and Casim, like holy shit, it was immediate. Like we met at like the first talent dinner, and it was like oh I. You're talking to me, and I know exactly already what you're telling me. So I just, I already knew that the, the, like, they were able to find us perfectly. And I know they had a sense of it. They were just like, they knew that we would click together. And I think they did an amazing job. Yeah. I yeah. really love that they did that. Even before the Beach House, we had summer camp. Mm-hmm. We did, yeah. G4. The boot camp. The boot camp. Oh, yeah, it was big. It's it like run up hills with 50 pound backpacks. <laughs> well, it's basically, it was basically like teleprompter practice, but it really. It wasn't even practice. They did it in such a genius way. Like, you guys are competing and see what happens and see if it's yeah, funny. Yeah. And they, they, they taught us how to read teleprompters. They took us to theme parks. We they never taught challenges. me. This was you, after. you came after Boo. I, I really wish after. I'd had yeah. that lesson. <laughs> <laughs> but you're also well, you're still great. Yeah. I, so I can't, I can't read. <laughs> so let's start with the facts. 
it dramatically impacts my ability to read talk. Even if you had the practice. There's no training they can do to help you with that. I think you're stuck. No. Yeah. That's why once, he knows himself through things. Once per episode, I will fuck something up on the teleprompter. <laughs> and you know, I just hear everybody laughing from the couch. But I think that's also the charm of Attack. Yeah. It's like you mess up, it does not matter because yeah. we're already off the rails by minute two of the show. So yeah. <laughs> so you, you do sketches, you do bits. I'll, I'll call them bits. I don't know if that's yeah. the right word. But do you that have is, the, that's, that that's the word we use. My yeah. whole life's a bit. Do you have a favorite bit that you do or a favorite thing? And if you want to say a particular one, that's fine, or just kind of the general mm. bit type. We have so many, but really, also, we have to really give a shout out to um, our writer, Case Blackwell. Yes, please. He is a genius, a comedy genius. He's written so many of our bits and characters, and we throw him on camera to play these characters, and he just elevates it. Even when we'll, we'll see this character during rehearsals, fine, but then once the camera's on, he just goes nuts, <laughs> and it just brings us all together. Yeah. And we'd laugh so hard, especially because things have, like tend to go wrong a lot of the times and that just makes it so much better so yeah. when it comes to bits there's so many that comes to mind there's so many bits we we have a brainstorming session about twice a week where mm -hmm. we kind of go through videos that we want to show like for ATN we have like TikTok videos we want to show we just go through a bunch of them and from these TikTok videos we're able to grab ideas be like oh wouldn't we if we put this and this together wouldn't it be funny we made a character called Splunther that has a <laughs> two by four wooden plank on his head but it's like it, it, th those things are mainly Case just kind of puts it together he's our writer he's our voice of attack um, I know we pitch a bunch of stuff to him we do ha but Case just puts it together and it's like that's exactly what we need is that so is there anything that's like off limits like if you're like Hey, I want to make fun of Grimace today. Would you be like, we can't do that because McDonald's is going to come get us? Yeah, or anything racist. I think that probably yeah. crosses a line. We tend we to do, usual we can't do racist stuff. And I'll be honest, yeah, no, you're right because wait, wait <laughs> a minute, Casim did a joke at our panel. Oh that my goodness! I don't, well, well here's the thing. Here's the thing. Kasim I love how this went from like I talk about Grimace, you talk about racism. Yeah. <laughs> well, because Grimace. I'll be honest, that's a, that's a pretty big line we can't cross. But also, it's just like we have to. We <laughs> this escalated quickly. So diverse that we can pick. We kind we can make of, of can. Yeah, we can make. And we make Kevin uncomfortable. Exactly. You know. Yeah. So is that the rule? Like, if you you can do the whole like I can say it because it's about me. But I think that's, can't say it. that's right. definitely yeah. my comedy. I like making doing shocking shock comedy and also making people uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. That's my type of comedy. So whenever I can make Kevin Pereira uh, uncomfortable, that's a good time for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> are you getting? I don't know how this not sound offensive, but are you getting to the point, or are you already there, where when you walk the floor at Comic Con, or you're walking on the street, people are like, "Attack the show! I know you." Or is it is it so niche that you're not really like everyone knows you? Oh no, people are stopping us. They and it's are, been really awesome. Which is yeah, I mean like when we went to Pax East, when was this? Like in May or April? 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 We went to Pax East, and again we were betting in the in on the backstage. We were betting like we got 50 people coming. 50 people, uh, maybe I'm gonna say 100 for five bucks. We were making bets in the back. We walked into the panel and I was like, oh no, there's over 600 people here. And they had to turn people away. We had to turn people away. Oh no, away. it was a bigger, it, it was a 1200 seater. It was huge. It was filled. It was filled. To the brim. It yeah. was huge. And I, even for the meet and greet right after where we had to do it for, it was like supposed to be an hour. We were there for two hours. They had to cap the line. I mean, to People me... People came back trying to get back in the line. I, sh I, I was shocked because I was like, to me, I know like the views are important on Twitch and YouTube, but we, we you can't even tell the, the impact we have on every type of 
platform that we're on. So it's like to see it live, to see how dedicated everyone is and to see them coming and excited to see us, I mean, it blew our minds. But yes, just to answer your question, yeah. So your stars now, people recognize you. Is there a rule or a message you want to get out there for fanboy or fangirl on the street who just sees you shopping or in the more like, don't come up to me or do ask for a selfie, don't ask for a selfie. Oh, I'm, I'm all about always. come up to yeah. me. Yeah. Never, I, never be I afraid to talk. say hello. Absolutely. Yeah. I love talking to them. I love interacting with our community, even on Discord or social. I think because to me, it's like, thank you for supporting us. Thank you for giving us this job. Thank you for liking the content we make because at the end of the day, it is for them. So we are there for them. So well, That's cool. I, I always get I always get nervous when I see someone who's kind of famous and I'm like, they're just here shopping. I don't want to bother them, but I kind of want to like say hi, what do they want? So it's cool to know. I, if you're I listening, you can no. you can approach these guys yeah. and they like you. They well, never it, say no yeah. to anyone. Yeah. yeah. I think the other thing too is that like, while Twitch and YouTube and TikTok and like the content generation is like the next iteration of influencer celebrity, uh, we grew up as people who wanted to become a celebrity or influencer or thing, right? Like we, that's what we wanted to do and, and create around that. Uh, but if we see Keanu Reeves, we're not going to go talk to him because he's fucking Keanu Reeves. Like yeah. he's a, a triple A star. That You're not going to be like, should... yo, attack the show, fist bump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. We're like, hey, Keanu, do you know who I am? Like, absolutely not. Um, but there's, there's a huge distinct difference between like a Twitch viewer who comes to say hello and someone else who's like, oh my God, that's, I've been following Chris Pine since he was in this one play that I saw. Like, it, there's a distinct difference between the celebrity culture and the influencer culture. And I think because we're so approachable, we never have a problem coming up and saying hello. Yeah. But if we were something much bigger, I'm sure it'd be very different. Have you had um, any surprisingly, I guess, famous or named people who, who are fans of yours that have reached out to you or seen you? Like, hey, yes. Keanu Reeves does love you so, or something. Yeah. I, I don't know if I told you guys this story. Um, I was at a, I was going to a convention in San Jose, and I went up. And my TSA pre-check is wrong. I'm Arab, so if I don't have a TSA pre-check, you're done. I, I'm not getting on the plane. <laughs> no, That's not. that joke we're not allowed to talk about, but he does. The rules so, are in place. Exactly. Yeah. So I go up to the booth to get my name checked out and change out my my system and everything. And I'm waiting, and this guy wearing a hat and a jacket and a bunch of bling comes up to me and goes, "Holy shit, you're the completionist. That's so cool." And I was like, "Oh, thanks, man. You watched the show." He goes. Every day, me and my son, we watch it together. It's it's a part of our lives. We're playing games together. You're so great at what you do, man. You play all these games. And as we're talking, having a great conversation, there's like four or five security guards like slowly approaching me. <laughs> and and I started getting wide-eyed, like, what's going on? He's like, oh, no, they're with me. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And so we, we started talking, and he just seemed so jazzed to say hello. And I was like, oh, we should take a photo. He's like, oh, man, that'd be so cool. So we take a photo. Everything's you've heard this. Everything's going great, and uh, he's like, "I gotta go to my my flight." And I was like, "Oh, I didn't catch your name." And he goes, "Oh, I'm Cisco." <laughs> like Bob's Cisco. Yeah, and I go, "As in Drew Hill, Cisco?" He's like, "Yeah, I gotta go. See you later." And he went into t- <laughs> he like went beyond, and I could not stop and say, "Please come back." And so I had to do that weird internet sleuthing thing of like. Hey, it was nice meeting you at the airport, Cisco. So who and got the picture? He is on his phone, his picture. So did he, you, he did you get it? Eventually, I did. Yeah, and now yes. now we're friends. But it was one of those things where I was like, that just fucking happened. So you're like friends with Cisco now. You're yeah. He's oh, a cool crazy. guy. There's actually I, I recently did a Nope package with Jordan Peele, Kiki, Daniel Kaluuya, like, the, and, and it was an amazing one. What surprised me was I'm there waiting for them to come on stage. I'm talking to Jordan I'm talking to Kiki and Jordan keeps looking at me he's like 
have we met before? And Kiki's like, yeah, I feel like I've met her before. I'm like, no, I'm not. And then we tell him, he's like, G4. I used to, I used to love G4. Like he's like, I'm watch G4. So to me, I was like, holy shit, Jordan knows who we are. Or like, I think he might've been on a show on, on, on attack at some point. Yeah. Like in the back in the day, but he's like, of course I know G4. One of our, one of our so producers wild. today interviewed Kevin Smith. And, uh, when he walked in the room, he saw the sign and was like, holy shit, like, I used to go on this show all the time. This is like our my home base. You guys are back. I had no clue. And he's like, does Sessler still work there? Is Kevin still there? And so, like, already there is a bit of nostalgia amongst the folks who used to come in because mm-hmm. the original G4 was on the Universal lot. It was in that Hollywood system where celebrities were coming in like it was their job to just come and hang out. That was very cool. Do you have anybody famous has come up to you and been like, "Yo"? Mine is overseas. <laughs> I went to, so I well, I don't consume any like Korean music or media or anything, but my friends do. And I remember getting invited to a concert, and after the concert, we hung out backstage, and the singers came in, and one of them was like, "Hey, you're Gina, Gina Darling." I was like, "Yeah, that's me." He's like, I'm such a fan, and I, why? Why are you a fan, really? So it's like stuff like that. That's but, very cool. Uh, here, I can't quite remember. Backstage at a concert counts. It doesn't have to be like here <laughs> in this geographic area. That's okay. So me, no, no fans. He's got no fans. This uh, guy's got how many followers and no well, fans? I, I, no, I, I have. Fan, I mean, I don't have any famous fans. I don't. Well, I think I have famous friends, but I think for me, like. I, dialing back meeting fans is so exciting and I have like a special appreciation of it because as a Twitch creator you kind of grow with your chat um, and you you know that those people that you see in there every day that populate your chat that that you know kind of take you from the obscure to becoming I guess a, a niche internet celebrity um, like they, they're pivotal each and every one of them so I I I really get excited to, to meet the people that populate that chat, and uh, I'm really proud of my community. So meeting them in person and, and, and like getting to meet a lot of people that are actually really you know friendly and respectful is is kind of a mark on, on myself and what I've built. So uh, I always get jazzed when people approach me. I like when people approach me with special weird requests for photographs. That's usually my favorite. If someone's like, "Can you look at me? Like I just stole something from you. <laughs> like you're chasing yeah, me." I'm sure. like, oh, "Sure, sure, yeah." yeah this Will have people cosplaying as him this weekend? Yeah, yeah. That, was, yeah. that was surreal. What would a perfect cosplay be? Well, we had we had four people cosplay my Billy Nosh, which I always joke is my worst character ever. It's just a dumber version of me. Um, and then we had Lenny Dale. <laughs> Lenny Dale is like my he's he's like my my used car salesman character. And I did a few infomercials as Lenny Dale, and there was a perfect Lenny Dale. Yeah, even with like the emu. He had me. You, you've hit it if you get cosplayed ass. Oh, wow. um, that's when you've hit it. That's bigger than being it was, famous. It was surreal and I, I kind of panicked because I forgot Lenny Dale's name but I wanted to draw <laughs> the attention to the fact that someone had cosplayed me so I was like, oh! <laughs> Lenny Dale! <laughs> well, you talk about the fans and you've been so generous of your time. What is the best way for fans to follow you either Twitter, Instagram, Smoke Signals? How, sure. how should people follow you? Follow us. You can find us on G4 TV's uh, all socials, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch. We have a subreddit that we are always on also, but then our Discord is really fun, so you can find us on our Discord. Oh, cool. And we, we interact with them all the time, so mm-hmm. just look us look for us on everything G4 TV and the G4 TV website. Yeah. All of us, you can follow us individually. I'm Miss Gina Darling. Hi, follow me. I need the numbers. <laughs> uh, I'm The Completionist, or at Completionist on all socials. 
uh, Will Neff. Sweet. And I'm Fiona Nova on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to watch Attack of the Show, we're live on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. So awesome. Thank you guys it. so much for your time. It's been Thank so much you. fun. I really Thank appreciate you. it. No Thank worries. You.